Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to Jason and Alexis in the morning, live on my Talk 1071 and live streaming all over the world on our brand new app. I'm Jason Matheson, along with Alexis Thompson and Don McLean back at our studio. Uh, we are broadcasting live from the Minnesota State Fair on this day eight. We're on the corner of Randall and Underwood, mm-hmm. just north of the Kidway, uh, in the shadow of the Sky Glider and the giant, giant Ferris wheel. Yes. Thank you for being here. It is uh, 8.04. A beautiful day out here. Gorgeous. It's going to be in the low 70s all day and sunny. Not a cloud in the sky. Mm. The only cloud hovering over our building is the exhaust from the motorcycle that was running earlier <laughs> from our neighbor. That yes. was about it. Uh, and uh, we have good news. We only lost 14 audience members <laughs> wow, in that last segment. Uh, you know, and... You, the sacrifices have to be made, you know? Fourteen's <laughs> right. a pretty good number. Yes. Don't forget to come down and see us. We have our lactation station from the Minnesota Department of Health, Minnesota WIC. And remember, guys, public service announcement, the more you know, guys, you are not invited into the lactation station. No, you are not invited. No milk for you in there. No guys allowed in the lactation station. And the <laughs> fact that I have to say that, cracks me up but please well, it's a, it looks like a really nice comfy tent over there and a little area there to it's, it's become such hang a, out in it's become such an issue we have like four homemade signs on the door <laughs> yeah. i don't know how much more plain thank you the audience is just saying <laughs> i don't over. know how much more plain we need to make it no dudes allowed in the lactation station mm-hmm. but it, it's smart too jace because if you do need to, if a woman who needs to pump or feed your baby change a diaper it's a nice quiet place for that absolutely uh, the merchandise booth is also open. Again, a little bit of good and bad news. Uh, the good news is our Hey Girl Hey shirt, uh, the 2018 version, uh, very popular. The bad news is we have sold out of every size but small. Hey That's Girl all. Hey! That's all hey. we have. But uh, Brooke and the team will be taking orders here at the booth. You can't email an order you have Mm-mm. to physically come to the or buy them online yeah you can't buy them online there's just we, we're sorry we're just not set up for that but uh, you can buy them here and we will mail them to you yes 806 is the time don mcclain do we have marley oh my gosh um let's see here i don't have her but let me try to reach her okay uh marley mcmillan uh, the marley bigelow mcmillan 
uh, a member of our My Talk family. And a member of Bachelor Nation. That's right. She has her podcast, You Get a Rose. Uh, Becca from The Bachelorette was around here, was around the fair yesterday. And uh, Marley got a chance to sit down with her and her fiance. What, I, Garrett? Is that his Garrett. name? I always yes. forget his name. I, I, you know how I'll remember it? Popcorn. Because Garrett's popcorn in oh. Chicago. That's how I'll remember Perfect. his name. Anyway, popcorn guy. Anyway. Mm-hmm. so yeah, they were all over the fair yesterday. Yeah. Uh, and they were on Twin Cities Live. They they did the podcast interview with uh, with Marley. So we're going to try to get a hold of Marley and see how that went. And you can hear the whole interview on Marley's podcast. And you can download on, on Podcast One. Uh, just download the Podcast One app or, as they say, wherever podcasts are sold. She looked great. You're making a face. What's wrong? Yeah, no, I was just reading a message. Oh, okay. About it. Yep. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, the she looked great. I was because I follow Becca on social media. Yeah, and they look so happy. Yes. Yeah. They do. I, I and I didn't. I admittedly, I wasn't sure. I like that the '90s style is coming back too. She had a crop top on, flannel. She wears jeans. I noticed the her. She loves the overalls. Yeah. The late '90s overalls. Yes. I I have a pair from from a store called County Seat. Did you do you remember County Seat? <laughs> the audience does. Yes. I don't, I don't remember. County seat, no. County seat, thank you, audience. I thought I'm, I'm, I thought I was the, they're cracking up. County seat was like, it was like a gap, but you got yeah, jeans. Yeah, was part of the nineties. I was living in Japan, so. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, but this county seat was a great place for jeans and denim. Yeah. And right at the be- mall. At the mall, it was a mall store, and right before I moved here. Because it was '97, so that was that was prime, <laughs> and you and you wore overalls, but you didn't. You undid one of the. Yes. O- you didn't strap both of your overall. What are they called? The straps. Yeah. You left one strap undone. Yeah, that was really cool. I still have that pair from no. 1997. You need yeah. to wear those. No, I don't. <gasps> no. I don't. I didn't look good in them then, and I'm pretty certain I wouldn't look good in them now. But it is coming back. But she loves them. She, her friend, they were all wearing overalls. Becca and her friends, they were at the grandstand. It looks like they got backstage because they were shooting video from who was performing? Dominion. Uh, thank you. What, what? Who are they? Old Dominion. Old Dominion. I'm not. Admittedly, I'm not a, a, a country music fan. So, or I do like country music. I just don't know them. They were. It looked like they were backstage yesterday. So yeah. Is Dawn? Dawn, do we have her? No, she's actually had texted Alexis. I guess she's going to come into the studio yeah. and talk to us at about eight thirty. She's shooting for. Oh, about eight thirty. Perfect. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, then is a horse Sorry about of a different. I, oh, no, no. That is a horse of a different color. Yeah. That is a horse of a different <laughs> yes, color here. Yeehaw. Yeehaw. Yeah. Maybe we should do our half-price deal and take a break so that you can do your business. No, 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 no. You do the half-price deal. Okay. Because we need, actually, since Marley's coming in at 830, yeah. we're producing the show on the fly here. Let's do it. Uh, if we're uh, Since Marley's coming in at 830, Tickets. we need to give away... Schumer, we need to play Who Wants to Be a Schumanair. Yes, okay. So here's what we're going to do. We are looking, and I got to get my questions ready then. This is, you are watching live oh, radio no. unfold right in front oh, of you. Do no. some of your safe here trivia. Uh, yes, that's what I'm going to do. So, Perfect. So uh, we're going to do this. Dawn is looking for caller number seven right now. Caller number seven to 651 641 1071. 651 641 1071. We are looking for someone to call in that wants to win tickets to see Amy Schumer at Treasure Island Island Resort Resort and and Casino. Casino. So 
Caller number seven will play Who Wants to Be a Schumer and Air. We nailed it. While Dawn is efforting that, Alexis, tell us about our half-price deal today. Okay, our half-price deal is from Body Bright Teeth Whitening inside Frenchie's. I've heard the commercials before, and Ryan, you know Ryan. Yes. Um, And so you can get a half-price deal right now. Get your teeth whitened there. Well, fabulous. Well, there we go. Frenchies, thank you very mm-hmm. much. We love Ryan. Ryan, when I always think of Ryan, I think of Julia, because uh, Ryan and I met. Ryan was on my show. Yeah. Ryan and I, and I invited him out uh, over to my house uh, for a cocktail party, and Julia uh, texted Ryan and said that I he wasn't allowed to be friends with me, that <laughs> oh. he belonged to Julia and only Julia. So I haven't invited Ryan over since. I, I don't want to get in trouble with Julia. <laughs> that was earlier this year. I don't need to do that again. Nope. No, we're good. Don't we're need good. to do that again. Dawn McClain, do we have a caller number seven? We do. Her name is we- Amber. Okay, here we go. It's time to play Who Wants to Be a Schumer Nair? There we go. This is how it's going to work. It's very similar to Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Uh, I have four questions, and uh, you have to answer all four questions. That's the bad news. Here's the good news. You have two lifelines to use. The first lifeline is to ask Alexis and Dawn collectively. The other lifeline is we can ask the audience. Everyone out here will kind of uh, yell out answers. Alexis will tell you what the consensus is. (laughs) If you get all four questions right, you win. So there we go. What's your name again? I'm sorry. Amber. Amber, welcome to the show. So, uh, are you ready to go? Do you understand the rules? Yes, Jason. Okay, thank you, Amber. Here we go. Question number one. And here we go. How many acres make up the State Fair Fairgrounds? 722 822 or 322? Oh. Um, 322. 322. Are we locking that in? Yeah. 322 acres. Is she right? Twenty-two acres is the state fair. Yeah, Amber. Amber, you are in good shape. You're three questions away. You still have two lifelines. So if you're ready, we're ready. Here is question two. What year was the first Minnesota State Fair held? 1859. 1959 or 1961? That I have to use a lifeline. Okay, we're going to activate a lifeline. Would you like Ask Alexis or Dawn or Ask the Audience? Ask the Audience. Okay, we're going to ask. Okay, let me see. We're going to ask the audience. What was the first Minnesota year? Uh, first year the Minnesota State Fair was held? 1859, 1959, or 1961? Oh, consensus is 1859. Everyone is saying 
a very good move. The audience is right. 1859 is it. Uh, here is the deal. You are two questions away. You still have one lifeline to go. So here we go. Next question. In what year was the first Princess K of the Milky Way crowned? 1954, 1964, or 1974? Mm. Uh. <laughs> um, I have to yeah. use my other lifeline for that one. Okay. We're going to activate the other lifeline, and that is talk to uh, Goober and Goober 2 over here, uh, Don and <laughs> oh Alexis. The question, what was the first year Princess K of the Milky Way was crowned? 54, 64, or 74? 54, 64, 74. I know it's not 74. It's older than that. 54, 64, 74. Should we go... Don? I think we should go in the middle. 64. 64. Whoops. 54? 64? You think it was 64? I I don't know. I mean, honestly, I would... I don't know. 64? (laughs) Oh, oh, okay. We have... Great great confidence coming from public studios. (laughs) I don't know. Okay, and we... I mean, I know it's Ask Us, but we have some people in the audience saying 54. Okay. Lex, then it's trust up them. to you because Dawn them. does okay. not know. I'm, right, I'm not even from this state originally. Yeah. <laughs> 54, right, guys? Okay. I What's think your I'll go with the Lex? audience again and say 54. 54? Okay. 64? No, she's. Lo- are, are you 54. locking that in? I'm li- 54. I yeah. love that okay, you're. I love, let's do it. Oh, I love, I'm so nervous. I love that you're. I love that you're bypassing Alexis. Here we go. <laughs> 1954. Yeah. Are you right? You are right. Oh, yes. Okay. Oh, here's good job, the, guys. Thank you. <laughs> here's the deal. You are only one question away from winning this game and getting those Amy Schumer tickets. Oh, and there's the guy again walking with a stereo in his backpack. <laughs> I, I don't. Here we go. Final question. <laughs> Final question. Okay. What is the oldest ride at the Minnesota State Fair. Is it the Sky Glider? Is it the Sky Glider? Is it the Ferris Wheel? Or Ye Old Mill? Oh. My first thought was Ye Old Mill. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a good thought. That's a really good thought. That's what I'm going to say. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about. You're going to say, you're thinking Yield Mill. Yeah. Are going to lock that in? I have in? to go with what I, for, yeah, Yield Mill. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. 
Is she right? Hmm. Yes, you got it. Congratulations, Amber. You and a guest are going to go see Amy Schumer at Treasure Island Resort and Casino. Don's going to put you on hold. We're going to get your information thanks to our friends at Treasure Island. If you want tickets to see Amy Schumer yourself, you can call their box office. We have one more pair of tickets to give away. We're going to do that tomorrow. Coming up next, though, Elizabeth Reese will join us with the Dirt Alert. Yes. Is a my talk dirt alert. Welcome back. It's time for the dirt alert with Elizabeth Reese. Jace uh, it almost got run over by a money truck, so he'll be back shortly. Oh my gosh! Um, but it's all good. He made it. He made it. It's all good. It's it's good. Yeah, we're live from the state fair. He's still in there. No, not not that we're no, that not, not that we know of. No. Okay. All the, good. Just the emotional trauma. We'll work. Through. Yes. Good morning, you guys. Good morning. It is nice to be with you on another day at the Minnesota State Fair. Hope you guys are having a great time. Um, mm-hmm. So yesterday would have been Michael Jackson's 60th birthday. Did you all know that? Yesterday yes. would have been the day. And now we're finding out that there is a mini series that's in the works. It is um, a project called, um, well, it's an adaptation of a novel from 2011 called My Friend Michael, An Ordinary Friendship with an Extraordinary Man. And this was written by Michael Jackson's friend and colleague, Frank Cascio. And they're looking for a director. They've been pitching this to companies. And a source is saying the series will focus on this 25-year friendship between these two. And it's expected to go into production this fall. This Frank guy met Michael Jackson when he was just five. And so he knew him for a very, very long time. And so it's a little bit of a different view on his life. Now, I don't know what will happen because, you know, the family has been really protective over Michael Jackson's stories. And so whether or not this will actually... I haven't heard anything about that, no. But the book was out in 2011. So I don't know. I don't know either. He made it. Are you okay, Jason? you have anything you need to work through? <sighs> you almost got hit. I almost got hit by a Brinks truck. <laughs> and I just climbed over the wall. <laughs> you climbed over the wall to get into the broadcast little booth there? Yeah. That's a good, that's a good wall. Yeah, you did it. I do what I have to do for yeah. the show. You know? <laughs> that is pretty impressive. Okay, uh, Alec Baldwin has dropped out of this Joker movie faster than he even got into it. So Entertainment Uh-oh. Weekly is confirming that just a couple of days after Warner Brothers confirmed that he was cast as Thomas Wayne, who is the father of Batman and Bruce Wayne, Alec Baldwin um, addressed it and said, I'm sure there are 25 guys who can play that part. He cited scheduling issues. But usually those kind of issues are handled before and after even signs on for a role. Exactly. Something happened. This movie movie seems a little cursed, and I don't know if anyone is clamoring. It's one of those things. Is anyone asking for a Joker origin movie? I don't don't think so. so. No. Yeah. Good point. I know. It's interesting. I mean, they do have, uh, like, quite a list of people who are in it. Robert De Niro is in it. They're apparently, he's apparently on board. Um but I don't know what's going on I, with this. I don't know. It seems cursed to me. It does to me, too. Okay, Cardi B wants serious cash if she's going to get back on stage after having her little baby. So she uh, apparently wants $300,000 to get back on stage. It's all going to be on her terms. No discounts. TMZ reporting that she's getting offers in the $500,000 range. And wow. she wants it to be in the right location. She won't perform unless she's in. she's close to her little baby. And she won't do any small club gigs. 
She, uh, as her popularity rises, so has her paycheck. And you know what, Alexis? Sometimes I think it is like the fact that she won't do it that makes the paycheck even higher, right? Yes. Play a little hard to get. Play a little hard to get. Yeah. So that works with the men folk too, ladies. I know. (laughs) And gents. Thanks, Alexis, for handing out that love advice. You're welcome. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think it's great for her, though. I mean, she's been really open talking about how she dropped out of... Was it Bruno Mars's tour? It was, right? yes. yes. Yeah, I think Bruno so. Mars. Mm-hmm. It was his tour because she thought, okay, six weeks after having a baby, I'm going to be ready to go. And then she realized, oh my gosh, no, I'm not. No. And I'm not going to be able to do this. And I just, I think that's really great. I think having that conversation and not expecting women to just jump back into whatever. I, can you tell I'm still bitter about Heidi Klum walking the Victoria's Secret one runway six weeks after having a baby <laughs> because I feel like it set an unreal standard for women everywhere and I was like, this is not okay. <laughs> yeah, but real, but women get it. I mean, that's, you know, yes. that's not that's not, look at Chrissy Teigen. I think Chrissy Teigen portrayed a real she she posted what some would consider not overly flattering photos and she didn't care. I know. You know? Yeah, I think that's mm-hmm. fabulous. Fabulous. Okay, so the Ed Sheeran um, marriage situation, he and his... They're married. Well, okay, now they're stepping out and uh, Ed Sheeran is not wearing this wedding band anymore. So he was wearing Mm. a band on his left ring finger and he was asked about getting married and then he sort of like dodged the question, which made it seem like they were already married. And now they're out and about and everyone's obsessing over their fingers, their left ring fingers. His fiance is still wearing her engagement ring. And it looks like Ed Sheeran was not wearing the ring. <gasps> they're toiling with our emotions. Yes. So she, because she was wearing a ba- I don't know, you guys. It's really tricky. Just either be married or don't and just say which yeah, one. I, I <laughs> I exactly. Yeah. Why, does it, why do you have to make it like a puzzle? Just Why does it have to be a Rubik's Cube? I just know. tell us. Just say. I don't even care that much. And if you're not married, then don't wear the rings. You're already wearing a ring, which is a public show of your relationship. Yeah. You picking up what I'm throwing out? All right, avoid the Brinks trucks. Boombox back again. Oh, yeah. Perfect time. We have to take a break. There's a guy that's literally walking around the fair with a stereo in his backpack. And I don't know. Great sound. How is that allowed? I don't get it. Anyway, Elizabeth Reese, today at 3 on (laughs) Twin Cities Live. I'm trying to talk over the guy's stereo. We'll be back after this. <laughs> Buddy, coming up on 8.33, Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk World Seven One. Everything Entertainment, everything Alexis rode on a horse about yes, two hours ago. Uh-huh. That's right. Oh, so much fun. Yeehaw! Go see Michael. He's the horse that uh, came in on this morning, yeah. and he'll be competing today and we're at not- noon and at 6. And we're not joking. Alexis literally rode in, rode onto the show on the back of a horse at about 5:50 this morning. I took a video of it. You can see it on my Instagram. Uh, just look up for Jason Matheson and then Lex in the Cities. We also have a picture on Alexis's as well. So mm-hmm. it is so uh, fun. It is 8:33. We love her. She used to be a part of our show many years ago before uh, she left us in the middle of the night. Remember that, yeah, Lex? That we were was, very, we were very sad. Where she went. Yep, we woke up and then she was just gone. Yep. We're talking about Marley Bigelow McMillan. Uh, is she on the phone? Do we have her on the phone? No, she's here live. I am in oh, she's oh, in studio. Oh, you sound as clear as a bell, Marley. La 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 la. Yes. Marley Bigelow McMillan is the host of uh, You Get a Rose podcast on Podcast One. uh, Covers everything Bachelor Nation. And you had a very big day yesterday, Bigglesworth. Uh, Yesterday was a real, real milestone for the podcast. 
Yeah. yeah. It was like, yeah. wouldn't it be, Marley, let me do a comparison. If you were doing like a Star Wars podcast, it would be like you meeting Luke Skywalker. Am I right with that? Yes. Yes. Ooh. Yes, you're right about that. Yeah. We got to chat with our main girl, our main squeeze, <laughs> Becca Kufrin, the bachelorette herself. Crazy. Awesome. Okay. First impressions. She walks in the room. I always love this because you can always get a sense of a star. Yes. She's not really a star, but you can get a sense of a public person almost right away. Marley, what was your first impression of her? You guys will absolutely love this. Okay. So we are at the state fair. You know, t- oh. time and space is tight. Yeah. So, yeah. So she does a does an appearance on Channel Five, uh, gets that done with, has to come back in and have more hair and makeup done. So, I, I wa- I'm walking around with my you know bags of technology. I'm like, hey, like where where should I set up? And and they're like, all right, she's got to have hair and makeup. Marley, go in the bathroom. You're gonna be in there with the hair and makeup people. Set up in there and you'll interview her in there. <laughs> so this is a small bathroom. <laughs> um, and oh yeah, there's a box of toilet paper. There's a sink. Uh, there's the paper towel dispenser and then on the floor is bag of cords and that's the podcast and uh so becca comes in and you know she's getting her hair and makeup done and and it's all happening like you know cinderella with the fairy godmothers you know like with the wands around her face and everything and i just hand her a microphone and hit record um, so she was lovely, but it was a it was a really really funny and unforeseen uh, kind of set of circumstances. Oh my goodness! Yeah, of course, only you, Marley, oh. would do an interview basically in front of a turlet. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I got off I got off the air and uh, I came back to the station and I was telling um, uh, Phil Mackey, who we work with, I was like, "Yeah, I just interviewed him." I and they go, "It was Garrett there," and I said, "Yeah," and. Um, and I said, yeah, I actually had to like really wrap everything up and get out of the bathroom Im- immediately because Garrett had to go to the bathroom. Oh, <laughs> oh my. So let me get this straight. And you so had to wrap up your podcast so yeah. that Garrett could use the room that you were doing yeah. the podcast in. Oh, my in. gosh. I bet they would hate that I'm saying that. But yes. It's, yes. it's all right. Yeah. And Phil goes, oh, so you go, I'll stay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like, Don't worry. I'm not here. Yeah. So, yeah, did okay, you, so I should stay. <laughs> so he was not on the podcast, but when he you saw not. them together, could you feel the energy, the chemistry? So, you know, that's what people have asked. And, and I think that um, what's so funny is because that's what we're all paying attention to. And that's what everyone's asking. And that's what everyone's looking for. I think yeah. that's, you know, they're in such an interesting situation to be able to act naturally together. Yes. So they've got all these people, everyone that's around them, at least in this setting, is paying attention to that. So they're clearly really into, you know, they're clearly really into each other. And they did kiss a few times and were very nice and loving and that kind of thing. But I think it's a hard situation for them to act naturally in at this point. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's not really fair to actually <laughs> judge yeah. it off that for sure. I was just yeah. wondering if it just, you know, sometimes you can just tell even though they might be publicly displaying their affection no, they're I mean, still they you can seem, tell like yeah they, they really they you know, fit they, they seem sweet together but they're they're both down to earth they know what that situation is they're not putting on a show and they're not trying to be anything that they're not and you know Marley, they're just acting let, normal kind of 
let me let me ask you, Marls, if you guys just tuned in, we're talking to uh, Marley Bigelow McMillan, uh, host of You Get a Rose uh, on the Podcast One Network. Marley, you know, a lot of these, there's been, I don't know how many seasons, all of these bachelor, bachelorettes, they try to parlay their time on this show into a further career. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, whether they sell merchandise, Beck, I think, has mm-hmm. sunglasses, yeah. or they try to make it in Hollywood. Do you get the impression that that is what Becca and Garrett are trying to do, turn this into something bigger? I don't. I don't. I think they understand what this show means and the press that they have to do now, but uh, they they definitely have a couple endorsements, and, and sure, and that's great, and you know, um, I think a lot of these people come off of jobs where after having been on the show, they're automatically making more money this way, so, mm-hmm. you know, it makes sense to continue for at least a little while, um, but Becca did say at one point that she was interested in, in going to California or LA, and I think we kind of all maybe like did a little groan at that moment, but yes. she really actually is more interested. She said, we're not sure if we're going to LA or if we'd go a little bit further south, but she she just said Garrett's whole family is in California and I would kind of like to be in California for a couple years but then she really is trying to get him to uh, fall in love with Minnesota while he's here and she wants to oh, come back good. here ultimately yeah the catalyst for my question was her mentioning LA yeah. I did a groan and I, I yeah. don't follow the show as much as you do but I was kind of like because uh, you know who I always think of is Nick Vile, sure. who that was probably one of the most blatant cases of this dude is literally doing everything he can to turn his 15 minutes of fame on ABC into an yep. act, an acting career or something like that. Yeah. And and you know the statistics aren't are, are, aren't in his direction, you know, mm-hmm. if you look at who has success in in being a public person after the the bachelor yeah, careers and love. Yeah, you can count them probably on two hands. So I just wondered if this was the trajectory for for Minnesota's Becca. Yeah, I so. don't think so. I think she'll ride this wave for a little bit because, you know, why not make lemonade out of lemons? But why I, not? Yeah, yeah, but I they are really down to earth. I think they really just kind of want to be with each other and be with their families and ultimately live a very normal life. Yeah. So, so when you were talking with her on your podcast, you get a rose. Is there something, because you know a lot about Becca, is there something that you, you learned know. that's Let's maybe see. surprised you? Actually, I, I learned this. I thought this was kind of funny. So I asked her what she's learned about Garrett since the end of the show. And she says, well, I, I kind of, you know, say these things about he, I don't know, he like crumples up paper towels and I don't know and then she said he snores and I said do you have to wear earplugs because I've I've like been in relationships where the other person snores and it's it's a you have to religiously wear earplugs she goes no because I talk in my sleep so then he's snoring and then I'm talking in my sleep so we're kind of just both keeping each other up and I was like oh that's cool it's like a, a sleeping language that you guys yeah. have you're the talking sleeping, to each other the sleeping language of love Love. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Bigglesworth, tell everybody, uh, tell everyone where they can find you get a rose. Sure. You can find it on the MyTalk app or wherever you find your podcast. So that kind of means, you know, if you have a podcast app, if you have an iPhone, uh, you have a podcast app and that's Apple Podcasts. Uh, so just search you get a rose uh, in any of those apps or online and you will find it. There we go. We love her. She's the one, the only, Marley Bigelow McMillan. Thank you, Biggles. We love you. Thank you, guys. We love you, too. Have a good time at the fair today.
Thanks, Mark. 8.41. Thanks to our, speaking of the uh, State Fair, thanks to our broadcast sponsor today, Park Square Theater. We greatly appreciate it. And uh, we're going to take a break. Day 8 out here at the Minnesota State Fair. We'll be back right after this. And now on Jason and Alexis in the morning, a message from our sponsor. From like the 70s or 80s. Okay, kids, take a break. Coke is it the most refreshing way to make the most of every day? And wherever you go and whatever you do, there's something big waiting for me and you. Coke is it the biggest taste you've ever found? Coke is it the one that never lets you down? Coke is it the most refreshing taste around? This has been a Jason and Alexis classic commercial. We now return you to our regularly scheduled mediocre radio show. <laughs> and welcome back, everybody. It is, uh, wait for it, 849 on the dot. Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment, Everything State Fair. I'm Jace with Lex. Dawn McClain is back at the studio. She'll be joining us today at noon, noon to one, for our meet and greet here at the State Fair building. And Alexis Kabubowicz yes, Thompson, Jace. where is our building? We are on Underwood. Underwood. <laughs> Underwood. Underwood, just south of Randall. Just south Wood of... Wood on Underwood. And speaking of our new building and speaking of our State Fair broadcast, we have to thank our sponsor today. Yes, we do. A big thank you to Park Square Theater. There we go. Thank you very much for sponsoring today's broadcast of our show, Don and Steve, who's coming up next, uh, Kalina Bradley, and then Lori, Julia, and LSD, Long Suffering Donnie. Donnie. That's right. Uh, Long Suffering Donnie. Mm-hmm. Don McLean, I know uh, you got just a, a just a hint of ice cream yesterday at the Dairy Building. Uh, my treat, uh, my favorite treat here at the fair. Uh, are you are you going to have a little bit more today, or what are you doing? <laughs> well, are you staying away thing. from? I think that I probably should not have another one, just because yeah, I am on the Metafast plan. So I kind of have to juggle around some other things that I'm eating. I had a shish kebab that was really great. Yesterday, so I was trying to balance out, you know. That's look at oh, you. Oh, good, yeah. That's like it going was to a McDonald's very and thing, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. That's like going to McDonald's and getting a Big Mac super value meal uh, with like a Biggie fry and then getting a Diet Coke. You know what I mean? Like, I'm trying. Come on. Can no. I get the 20 McNugget, a large fry, but can I get a Diet Coke? That'll help balance things out. It yeah. helps. It helps. Yeah. It does. It mentally I wish I could have one every day, but sadly, you know, we can't go up yeah. in that much weight. So No. Well, and let me just say, I, I credit where credit's due. Yesterday at this time... I was complaining about uh, the inadequate caramel sundae at the dairy building. Yes, you were. Mm -hmm. Uh, For four days. For four days. I went yesterday... I went yesterday to get my beloved caramel sundae. I was in line. (laughs) Obviously, people listen to the show because it cracked me up. I'm in line. Uh, I'm keeping to myself. I'm by myself. And about four to five people would see me and they would be like, good luck. Good luck on your Sunday today, Jason. Good luck. I hope they give you a good Sunday today. Good luck with that. So this woman, this woman in front of me who cracked me up, she was, um, I don't know, probably my age. Her mother, to give you a visual, mm, 60s, 70s, cute I mean, just adorable. Beautiful gray hair. So she's right in front of me, and I hear the daughter say to the mother, that's Jason behind us from the Jason show, and the mother <laughs> I love the aunt. The mother goes, I don't watch that program. And I said, and I start, and I start laughing. I start laughing. So she turns around after hearing a couple people ask me about the, or wish me good luck on the Carmel Sunday. And she turns around. She says, I have to ask you, 
why are people saying why are people wishing you good luck on a caramel Sunday? And I said, well, that sounds lucky all the time. And I said, well, here's the deal: the state, the the dairy kids don't. Uh, they they have been uh, they haven't been consistent in their portions for my caramel Sunday. So she starts laughing. She goes, well, good luck to you. So I get my little receipt, and I I did feel like a kid on Christmas. I get up to the counter. And I see the teenager. I see. I pick. I pick the, the uh, just a teenager that looks really nice. She turns around. I go hi. I go here. I would like my caramel sundae. And she looks at me and and she's like, "I you look familiar." And I said, "Well, I said I have a radio show." And I said, "I have a, a talk show on Fox." And she was, oh, she was, "I know who you are. You're that guy. They told us about in the meeting this morning." <laughs> she goes, "If you see him, make it a big one." Yeah. You're in our security meeting. Uh, yeah. So she looks our at me. Our PR department was here, and we had a whole. <laughs> we were told not to serve you. Uh, so she, she goes, "Oh my God!" She goes, "What do you want?" And I whip out my camera, and I go, "Well, I'm, I go, FYI, I'm recording you." I said, "I'm recording, no pressure. I'm recording you from from my show." She goes, "You are." So then the kid, then there was a, a guy, teenager, with these round glasses. He looked like Harry Potter. And he looks at me, and I said, are you making mine? He goes, yeah. And I go, make it good, buddy. Ooh. So I had, I had a $10 bill in one hand, like, down b- below the counter. And I thought, okay, I got to get ready for this. So he, he puts, like, 40 pumps of caramel in there and then takes the swirl. And I'm watching him swirl it. And I'm like, oh, this Ooh. is going to be, like, the Mona Lisa of caramel sundaes. So he, he keeps going. So then... Then the hullabaloo starts, so all the teenagers start surrounding <laughs> Harry Potter. So they're all cheering this him on, going. They're, they're all cheering Harry Potter on to make a good swirl. So then they hand it in front of me, and I start clapping. I'm like, "Look at that! That's beautiful!" And I take a picture, and I gave, I, I, I kept my promise. I said, "Go Raiders," because uh, they all, I guess, from Roseville. And I slipped her a twenty, and I go, "You divide that between you and Harry Potter, kid." And then, uh, yeah, so that's great. But as Janet Jackson said. What have you done for me lately? I'll be back today, so let's yep, make sure. What time so that they can all get ready and start getting their hands ready and stretched out? Thank you for asking, Lex. Okay, yep. Uh-huh. Uh, I shall arrive at the dairy building around uh, 1.15, 1.10 today. Okay, yeah. So is he getting I saw a massage, you devouring too? That. What? Is he getting a massage, too? Why do they have to stretch their hands out? They've got to get the hands yeah. ready for the swirl. Oh, that's right. sure. Yeah, the grip. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And the sauce and yeah, yeah, get that pump going. Speaking right. of swirl, uh, Steve Patterson is Whoa. here from uh, Donna and Steve. I don't Hi, know, Steve. I don't know what I just walked in on. Have either of you milked a cow? This is just that's a personal on. question. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. No, I did for charity. I did for charity once. Were you yeah. able to get no, milk it's out hard. of the udder? No, it's yeah, hard. Yeah, you guys have to go up. And then pull down. And it's like a, then a, a squeeze Thank right you, at the old bottom. McDonald. What <laughs> You're is, very what is, welcome. Well, yeah, I, I was, I was doing it wrong. Down. And then there's some sort of almost a rolling on of the hand to to suppress the milk out of the udder. Yeah, mm-hmm. your pinky actually has to really grip the hardest. No, Alexis, did you just say suppress the milk out of the udder? I wish we could <laughs> talk never, about this ever, for an ever hour. say that again. <laughs> Do you know what happened yesterday? There was a, a sweet lady. She was here with her baby. Ryan, uh, Perpichar producer, is out uh, and about amongst the crowd. And the woman is there. She has a, she's wearing a baby and a baby Bjorn. She says, he says hi to the baby. Of course, the baby can't speak at this point. And then he straight face asked the mother, are you here to lactate? No. So, oh my gosh, oh, I love we, him. Ryan, oh no. we've, got the, we've got the questions right here. I'm going to embarrass you because you're a very gentle soul, but I'll just tell you. Watch Steve's face, audience. Alexis once asked a woman she didn't know in a locker room if the baby she was holding was delivered vaginally. <laughs> there we go.
There's a great thought to leave you on this day. <laughs> Go out there and be yourself because no one can tell you're doing it wrong. That's right. You be you. Be a good person. Everything's getting more expensive these days. Gas, rent, and even your music. While other music services keep jacking up their prices, Live One is letting you lock in the best music membership at the best price. Live One Plus is just $3.99 per month. Get all your favorite music ad-free, along with unlimited skips and maximum audio quality. Beat inflation with the best deal in music at just $3.99 per month. Visit liveone.com slash best music to get Live One Plus now. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.